Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. The disruption of COVID-19 hit the high school class of 2022 especially hard. EdSource took a closer look at the many ways their lives were impacted and how they fared in the aftermath of that difficult final year of high school. An EdSource reporter spent several months following a group of these students. We found some of them started their own businesses, from beauty startups to photography. I just love how we're kind of like creating our own like entrepreneurial world for like our generation. It's just like honestly amazing to me. What's fueling this new surge in student entrepreneurship? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stavely. Tamaya Williams was a sophomore in high school when the COVID-19 pandemic started. The pandemic was honestly hectic for me. Just battling like, you know, mental health, kind of trying to just grasp the change in general. And the first thing is that I lost like a very close friend to, um, he passed away to suicide. And I was like, very, um, so like shocked because like we all like would hang out and like right before school closed. And that was like the first thing that happened. And then it was just kind of like isolation from my friends and just having to stay home on a computer all day. And I'm just kind of like stressed out. And then I would talk to my friends and they felt the same way. Tamaya felt like she needed to find peace and calm. I went on Google. I'm like, what oils can help me? Because I would buy stuff from the stores, but I'm very sensitive. So it's kind of like I need it natural. My mom was like, how about you're already making lip gloss? Like, how about you make yourself like a body scrub or something? And I just put like lavender oils because I needed to like be calm at that time. So I did like lavender and vanilla and I would just like use it and then go drink tea. And it kind of just like calmed me down. I was like, I want to share this with others because I know there's a lot of people that are going through what I'm going through. So Tamaya started her own business, Sydney Serenity. Sydney is my middle name, but it's also my grandpa's name that had passed away. And the serenity part is really about kind of just like calmness. And that's what I want to bring to like my clients and customers that I get. She sells body scrubs, body butters, lip gloss, and lash shampoos with calming scents like honey, almond, and lavender, and names like love, peace, and serenity. I use like sugar and oils that are helpful for your body. I use coconut oils, grapeseed oil. Um, I also use like eucalyptus and then my lip gloss, it's infused with coconut oil. But if anyone has like an allergy or something, I substitute it with like grapeseed or something. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, the new entrepreneurs of the class of 2022. Tamaya Williams is one of many students who started their own businesses during the pandemic. An Intelligent.com survey of college graduates last year found 17% already had their own businesses and 27% were considering starting one. My colleague Diana Lambert has been following a group of students who graduated high school in 2022, and a few of them started their own businesses. She wrote about just this phenomenon for EdSource. Hi, Diana. Hi, Zadie. How are you? I'm good. So Diana, you've been following this group of last year's high school seniors. And even in that relatively small group, you found several students who started their own businesses, right? Right. 
So we spoke with Tamaya Williams, but can you tell us a little bit about the other students who started their own businesses? There's a a young lady named Kayla Merkel in Elk Grove who started her own photography business. It's something she was interested in, but during the pandemic, she really practiced and got really good at it. And when she graduated from high school, she started her own business. She's going to school for photography, but she runs a, the business out of her bedroom. And so in a small corner of her bedroom, she has a desk and she's uh, made enough money that now she's getting ready to start a studio. She has some equipment together and she'd like to rent a space and start her own studio. Nice. And then can you tell me about Zachary Espinosa? Yeah, Zachary's interesting. He's a, he's actually a really go-getter. He's going to school to be an EMT, and he might then follow through and become a, um, get his bachelor's degree to become a forensic investigator. But in the meantime, he works at a sports club, and then he uh, teaches kids to swim after when he's not working or in school. And he also has a handyman business. And he's open to doing many more things. He hangs around with a group of like-minded young men and they sit around and pass around business cards and and look for their next great venture. But this goes beyond just this group, right? Right. It looks like this is becoming a big trend among young people in college and otherwise, that everyone is looking for a couple of different things. They want independence. They want multiple streams, streams of income. And so kids are just becoming more innovative about how to make money and, uh, but they're also very uh, conscious of the of the environment and also time saving. And so they're, they're always looking for something that's going to save money and um, be environmentally friendly. I spoke with Cameron Law. He's the executive director of the Carlson Center at Sac State. And he said students are developing apps, upcycling clothes, creating knitted and crocheted items, offering marketing support to small businesses. And they have a, a group there of students, they're called The Hive. And so they do about three or four times a year, they do the Stinger Expo. So this is where all the students are invited to come and sell their wares or their services. And I guess it's just doubling in size every time they do it. So now it's quite a big thing. Tamaya says a lot of her friends and classmates have started their own businesses too. I have some friends that are barbers, which are like my friends that are boys. Some are doing nails, like their nail techs, so that's pretty cool. I also seen um, some people, they're like making candles. I've seen some people, they're doing hair. I see some people, like they're doing private chef, like um, they're making plates and selling them. So it's pretty cool to see everyone doing something different. And that's what really makes me happy, honestly. I just love how we're kind of like creating our own like entrepreneurial world for like our generation. So I see a lot of people start and it's just like honestly amazing to me. And so Diana, what are the reasons behind this surge in student businesses? What he says and what many experts are saying is that the there's more exposure on social media. Like TikTok is actually offering courses on how to start your own business and and how to start a beauty business. So now kids, instead of taking classes or signing up, are just watching TikTok videos about how to do it. And that's really getting them interested in doing it. And so, um, and once again, that since the pandemic, they just are becoming more uh, entrepreneurial. They want to go out on their own and do their own thing and set their own hours and make their own money. During the pandemic, a lot of the students started businesses because one, they were just really bored. And also because they lost a lot of their side jobs, the minimum wage jobs that you generally work, where you have a lot of contact with people. So they were looking for ways to make money. Um, but then also I talked to one student, Kayla Merkel, and she said a lot of her friends were just disillusioned with the jobs that students would be given. You know, these are minimum wage jobs where uh, also where they felt they weren't given a lot of guidance. And so they were frustrated and didn't really understand 
how to do their jobs. And so they were just decided they're going to do their own thing instead. It's really interesting. Um, Diana, did anything surprise you while reporting this? Well, I, I think I was surprised at just like how hard these kids are willing to work. I mean, to work three and four jobs and go to college, you know, it's a lot, but they are. They're really very excited about having their own businesses. And I, you know, it seems that since the pandemic from staying home so long, now they just don't want to sit still. I mean, <laughs> so I think that was the biggest surprise, just how aggressively they want to get out there and make a name for themselves. Maya Williams is now taking classes at American River College in Sacramento to become a nurse. I'm in 12 units right now, and I'm in honors. It's pretty cool. I take chemistry this summer, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm very excited um, for my nursing journey as well. Her mother and sisters help her package her body scrubs on the weekends. My family is like really my biggest support system. Um, If I'm having like a pop-up shop or have to do like a lot of orders that I'm packaging, we'll literally like take a weekend and set a table up and like put like tablecloths over it. And I'll just have like my packaging boxes at one table. And if I need to like remake it, like I'll have like my recipe right there and they'll like sanitize everything and help me make my products if um, that's necessary. Even after she becomes a nurse, Tamaya hopes to find a way to continue her business. I was on Instagram and I seen one of my cousins, she just got a new job and it was at a med spa and an RN ran it. And I'm just like, oh, that is so cool because like I'm kind of doing esthetician work as well as wanting to become a nurse. Um, So I'm just like to see something combined like that. I know I'll definitely keep my business going and maybe one day I'll like combine it um, and do something like a med spa. But I know I would love to keep it going. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, Getting to the Heart of California Schools, a production of EdSource. You can find Diana's story at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guests, Tamaya Williams and Diana Lambert. Our CEO is Ann Basquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join us next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.